The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, November 14th. On today's show... We will not give up. We will continue to fight for a better and peaceful future for our children, for Palestinian children, for Israeli children, for all children around the world. That's Mohammed Ali Imhala of the Moncton-based Citizens for Peace speaking at a rally in Sackville on Sunday. Local journalist Bruce Wark brings us more voices and sounds from the rally, which saw about 250 people gather to call for an immediate ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. That's coming up shortly, right after some news and information briefs. Tanjamar Council meets tonight at 7 p.m. for a regular monthly meeting where councillors are expected to approve the proposed 2024 budgets for the municipality. In the past few weeks, Tanjamar Treasurer Michael Beal has presented a $1.5 million capital budget and a $16.7 million operating budget for the municipality next year. The proposed operating budget is about $1.2 million bigger than the 2023 budget, about an 8% increase. The budgets include proposed changes to tax rates for the five different pre-amalgamation areas of Tanchamar. If approved as is tonight, the three former local service districts of Sackville, Dorchester and Point de Butte will see $0.05 increases on their rates, and the former town and village will see slight decreases. The former Sackville LSD would pay the lowest rate, about $0.97.5 cents for every $100 of assessment on a property. The Dorchester LSD pays the next lowest rate at $1.05 per $100 of assessment, and the Point Butte LSD would pay $1.17 per $100. All the LSD rates include about $0.41, cents, which goes to the province to cover rural road costs. The remainder will go to Tanchamar to cover services like policing, finance and administration, fire services, parks and rec facilities, tourism and development, and recreation programming. The former town of Sackville and village of Dorchester pay higher rates, which include roads and streets in the former communities. This year, those rates will be close enough that Beale is recommending they be merged in the 2025 budget. Both are roughly $1.54 per $100 of assessment. Council meets at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, November 14th in Council Chambers at Sackville Town Hall. The meeting will also be live-streamed. Council agendas and links to live-streams are available at sackville.com. Now to today's feature story. As the fighting, bombing, and killing continued in Gaza, about 250 protesters gathered in Sackville's Bill Johnstone Park on Sunday to demand an immediate ceasefire and to condemn the Canadian government for failing to join that call. Later, the group marched to several stops in town calling for a boycott of Israeli-produced goods until Israel ends its 56-year occupation of the West Bank and Gaza. Free, free Palestine, they chanted, as local journalist Bruce Wark tagged along recording the sounds and speeches for Tanchamar Report. Thanks for coming. Um, today we join over 40 other communities across the Canadian state to make it clear to the Canadian government that they must call for a ceasefire. That's Simone Schmidt, one of the organizers of Sunday's march and rally. There are some ground rules today. There will be no racism, no disrespect towards any religion, no Islamophobia 
or anti-Semitism will be tolerated. Simone Schmidt began by acknowledging that the rally was happening on the unceded land of the Mi'kmaq and that like Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank, the Mi'kmaq were long dispossessed of their land and their human rights. Then, Schmidt introduced Sarah Kardash, one of the rally's main speakers. We stand united and committed to anti-colonialism, anti-racism, anti-imperialism, anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. We extend our unwavering support and solidarity with our Palestinian siblings. We also condemn with the strongest words all forms of racism and hate perpetrated against those who have stood in solidarity with Palestinians on university campuses, in schools, on the streets, and in their workplaces. We oppose and condemn the war crimes committed by Israel with impunity and in clear violation of international law in the Gaza Strip and the West Bank. There is no justification for what Israel is doing or for the Canadian government's support for it. Silence is complicity and enables these crimes to happen. Sarah Kardash cited a grim list of figures of the dead and injured as the fighting rages in Gaza. More than 14,000 dead, including more than 5,000 children. 1.6 million people displaced, more than 31,000 injured. Then she went on to give some historical background. This did not start on October 7th. In 1948, 750,000 Palestinians were dispossessed and the Nakba has been ongoing since. Occupation, ethnic cleansing, home demolitions, destruction of olive groves, arbitrary detentions, dispossession, settler colonial violence and apartheid. Dehistoricizing, as the renowned Israeli historian Alain Pape said, would erase the long history of occupation of Palestinians and the crimes that Israel committed over the past years. These crimes have been documented. They've been condemned internationally. Never has there been a case where perpetrators have declared their intent to commit genocide so directly, frequently, openly, and clearly. This speaks to the total impunity Israeli leaders feel about committing war crimes. Western politicians can't pretend anymore. They are complicit before the world. Sarah Kardash ended her remarks on this note of hope. To my Palestinian friends, you are not alone. We are going to win a free Palestine in our lifetime. We're going to win by continuing to organize for more and bigger mass protests. We're going to win with many more sit-ins at MP offices. We're going to win with economic disruption, including blockading companies making weapons for Israel. We are going to win by heeding the call from Palestine for boycott, divestment, and sanctions. We're going to win by organizing in our workplaces, our unions, our universities, our schools, our towns, and our faith communities. As Nelson Mandela said, we know too well that our freedom is incomplete without the freedom of the Palestinians. Enough! Ceasefire now! End the war and crimes! Land back! Free! Free! Palestine! 
Thank you, everyone. First, I want to thank you to coming here, to come to stand for peace, for justice, for humanity. That's the voice of the rally's next speaker, a tall, soft-spoken man wearing a brown shearling coat and bearing the famous name Muhammad Ali. Not the boxer, of course, but he's the founder of a Moncton group called Citizens for Peace. Brother and sister, the path of peace and justice is much harder than the path of war. But we will never give up. We will not give up. We will continue to fight for a better and peaceful future for our children, for Palestinian children, for Israeli children, for all children around the world. We will continue to do it together. We will destroy all the barriers that prevent us from loving each other and living together in peace. But to succeed, we must first rediscover the meaning of our life and the truth of our unity. We are one in the path of love we believe and for peace we will live. Let's shout louder than the sound of bombs. Together, peace is possible. We want peace, please. We want peace. We want justice. We want freedom for Palestine. Later, as the rally goers prepared to leave Bill Johnstone Park on their four-stop march around Sackville, Glenn Barrington led them in another chant. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. From the river to the sea. The first stop on their march was Convocation Hall on the Mount A campus, where the protesters heard from international relations professor Lara Khattab. I'd like to mention that despite the fact that Palestinians are dispossessed violently from their land, they're brutally killed with impunity, Palestinians continue to resist by various means. And they continue to inspire us with their commitment to tell their stories, to document Israel's war crimes, and to claim their land back, and their right to return to, to their homeland. As the late Palestinian poet Mahmoud Darwish once wrote, they resist because they know very well that there is on Palestine that which is worth living and dying for. Whether it be Palestinians who live inside historic Palestine or Palestinian refugees, they've adopted several resistance strategies. Some of them are armed resistance strategies to occupation. Others have launched civilian resistance, such as, for example, the Palestinian intifadas that have actually resisted Israeli military occupation and Israeli military rule. In 2018, Gazans have launched the Great March of Return in Gaza, which was another example of civilian resistance to occupation. They gathered and marched peacefully to the borders, reclaiming their right to their homeland and they were met with brutal violence by the Israeli army. 
The Israeli army responded by killing 230 civilian Palestinians who were not armed. And besides all of that, the biggest form of resistance by Palestinians is what we call in Arabic sumud. Sumud is steadfastness, it's resilience. It's standing in your land and refusing to be forcibly removed by the occupation. And the last form of resistance that I'm gonna mention and talk about here is boycott. And this is a form of resistance that was initiated by Palestinian refugees and the Palestinian in the diaspora. And it's very important to note that the call to boycott Israel, to divest and to impose sanctions on Israeli businesses is something which is inspired by South Africa. Because remember that the Palestinian Nakba or the catastrophe started in 1948 and this is the same year when apartheid was institutionalized in South Africa. Also remember that Nelson Mandela was the very first person to say that the Israeli practices in Palestine are the exact same thing that happened in South Africa, only to be much more cruel, much more difficult, and much more complex and violent. So the call for boycott is a call to put pressure on Israel to comply with international law, to end the illegal occupation of Palestine, to end all forms of racial discrimination, and to stop denying the right to return for Palestinian refugees. It's a, move, it's a movement for justice, for equality, and for freedom for Palestinians. Lara Katab's reference to the economic boycott of Israel came up again at the marcher's next stop, the Scotiabank branch on Bridge Street. Glenn Barrington spoke about the bank's huge investment in an Israeli arms manufacturer. I'm a Scotiabank member. I'll admit it right out of the gates. It's fine. It's a complicated world. But I can say that Scotiabank is one of, is the biggest bank contributor to Israeli arms production and Israeli real estate and organizations and corporate corporations that will profit directly off of the genocide of the Palestinian people. Scotiabank uh, has gigantic stakes in Alibit Systems, estimated to be around 500 million, which is larger than its two domestic competitors, both being TD Bank and Royal Bank, combined contributed $3 million in shares in this company, Elbit, that produces arms to kill people. Talk to your bank, write to your bank, call your call if you're a member of Scotiabank. Maybe, maybe now's the time to get your bank card out of Scotiabank. Um, because it's not right. Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! From the river to the sea! Palestine will be free! From the river to the sea! After Scotiabank, the marchers made two more stops. One at John Coutu, where they called out the pharmacy for selling the fizzy drink machine SodaStream, manufactured in Israel and on the boycott list for its treatment of Palestinian workers. 
then on to town hall, where they're hoping to get a resolution passed calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. For Tantramar Report, this is Bruce Wark. Many thanks to Bruce Work for that report. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Tuesday, November 14th. In light of the continuing Facebook ban on Canadian news outlets, help us spread the word about CHMA's work by sharing stories via email or just telling your friends and neighbours to check out CHMA at 106.9 FM or chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Adam and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. A mix of sun and cloud, 30% chance of flurries or rain showers this afternoon, wind up to 15 kilometers an hour, high plus 2, wind chill minus 13 earlier this morning, UV index 1 or low. Tonight, mainly cloudy. Flurries ending near midnight, then 30% chance of flurries after midnight. Clearing before morning, wind up to 15 km an hour, low minus 6, wind chill minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow, Wednesday, mainly sunny, wind up to 15 km an hour, high plus 3, wind chill minus 12 in the morning, UV index 1 or low. Wednesday night, cloudy, low minus 2. Thursday, Cloudy, 30% chance of showers, high plus 5. Thursday night, cloudy periods, low minus 2. Hello and welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA. Happy Tuesday. So that was your Tantramar Report, courtesy of Erica, and your Top of the Hour Weather, courtesy of Onver. I am your Late Morning Host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, Voices of the Marsh. All right, the time is 9.18, and how about we keep things rolling right into some music and be back with some local announcements pertaining to Moonlight Madness and the Bordertown Festival this coming weekend. All right, so in the meantime... Up next, for your listening pleasure, we have Canadian singer-songwriter Alex Nicole with their song, Working On My Tan. I've been working on my tan On the mountain in the cold breeze Frozen i 
is a weekly hour-long radio show that presents news, opinion, and analysis with a focus on Canadian media, current affairs, and politics. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. for Canada Land on CHMA 106.9 FM, the voice of the marshes. Any other night 
And welcome back to the late morning show here on CHMA. That was a Canadian band, Jaunt, with their song, Late Purity. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting to all of you beautiful people live from the third floor of the Mount Allison Student Center. All right. The time is 9.27, and as promised, I have a few updates, it might be more than a few, on Border Town, the Border Town Festival, and Moonlight Madness, and all of the shenanigans kind of compiled into into one giant festival. It's, it's quite exciting. There's, there is definitely a lot to do this weekend. So, 
Perhaps you're interested in film. If so, there is a film screening of Le Bonheur. Uh, and that is Friday, November 17th at 7 p.m. And that will be at the Struts Gallery. Uh, maybe you're interested in music. There is a ukulele strum along on Friday uh, from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Bill Johnstone Memorial Park Activity Center. Uh, and there is also a little workshop, a music production 101 with Jeremy McLaughlin. Um, and that is on Saturday from 1 to 3 at the Sackville Legion. And then later on that evening, there's Roxy and the Buzz Band. Uh, and that's from 8 to midnight at the Sackville Legion. And that is on Saturday. That's going to be a fun time. Um, let's see. Also, there is on Sunday uh, a presentation of the evolution of natural horn music. And that's at 3, 3 p.m. at the Brunton Auditorium. Uh, on the Mount Allison campus, I believe that is attached to the music conservatory. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I'm not uh, I'm not wrong on that. But Brendan Auditorium, anyways. Uh, perhaps you're interested in crafts and fine arts. There is a crafts and fine arts Christmas market, so you're in luck. On Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and that is at the Lady Smith Manor at 22 Woodlawn Road in Dor Dorchester. There is also the Heart and Pocket Review, and that is on Saturday, November 18th, this upcoming Saturday, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and that will be at the 